Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Listen, Ashley, if you want to be second through and move ahead in life. What was that? You were second, second stew. stew. Second stew. Having sex with the crew has repercussions. Repercussions. That was a terrible Irish That's accent. That's great. Um, I didn't do Scottish, though. Poodle, when have you <laughs> ever had sex with the quote unquote crew? Crew. God. And had She's repercussions. Right. <laughs> I know when she said that. That your face just went. Sex with the crew has no. repercussions. Poodle makes this face where it looks like he suddenly smells shit on the end of his nose where he goes, ooh. ooh. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> it's the Lucille Ball ooh, face. I've been there too, although I, I didn't. I'm more, I try to sleep with them and they didn't want to sleep with me. God, I no, wanted, I, I wanted to sleep with my manager at Gap so bad. I fucked the staff a lot. That was a problem. Wow. Wherever I was. I never did. Yeah, I tried. But. It's it's different than fucking people. It's it's a little different than pe- fucking people that you work with at your workplace because this is you're living with them. Yeah, it it's it's like boatmances are hard. Yeah, it's even worse than like summer camp, and everybody knows not to fuck a co counselor at summer camp, right? Uh, <laughs> not familiar. <laughs> Actually, that really is what you fuck. So here's that, you know what? I never fucked anybody at my. I, I, it was I, a girls' camp, and I there had, was mostly female. Counselors. I had dalliances with certain members. Oh wait, no, you did. You didn't fuck, but there was the one guy, the who, one straight guy. He's gay he's, now, he's bi. right? Or he's he bi? He, I think he, but adeni- he wasn't out. He as identified bi. as fluid at the time. Oh, we did. I didn't know that. We all we had a straight. soul connection. What was his name? I forget. <laughs> Y'all, this is below deck. Below deck. So, I don't forget his penis, though. Oh, Ooh, I remember those y'all. Those are etched in my brain. Y'all, I remember them like sitting, we, this house, and this uh, watching camp the was sunset. On this hill. You were, and reading, I think you were reading actual poetry. Yeah, I think book. we were. <laughs> it was nauseating. That's how I, that's how I, how I spin them <laughs> in, in my web, like Kiss of the Spider Woman. <laughs> Here, 
Let me just put this. <laughs> let me put this strand of spider web right around your face. If you feel yourself getting tighter, that's only love that you're that's feeling for me. Love. Until I eat you later, and you become a repository for my babies. <laughs> we know that's wrong because you're the rep- repository. It's what they I'm called the baby, you in college. Baby repository. <laughs> hey boys, hey looking for babies. Anyway, um, this is below Dick Sailing Yacht. It is. BDSM. Season three, episode 14, Smashly. I, I thought that was a dumb name for this well, episode. Barely I've had anything s- to do. I've got to say, this is major boundary crossing on the part of the guests. Yeah. To call, to just assume this girl is a slut. <laughs> and, yes. Because her name is Ashley. Maybe they're not wrong. They're not wrong, but also, <laughs> also I was surprised because... They're Canadians. I know. A lot of my, A. Oh, I got to turn on Timey. Um, but I was Timey. Hey, boys. It's Timey here. You're, you're Timekeeper. <laughs> I don't think that's the voice. That's not the I voice think it's yet. more of this. Okay. But it's a nicer tone. It's, I think I it's a nice tiny. robot. Yeah. Hello, boys. Timey. Uh, like that's that. our timer, y'all. I like it. That's our timer. It makes it so that. Timey Dreamski. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is his surname, <laughs> their surname. I don't think he identify. They identify. I don't think they. Yeah, yeah, yeah there. I'm gonna sit there. Uh, we 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 love you, Timey. Keep oh yes, track. we do. Too late. So, yeah. I was just gonna say, I guess they just hear the name Ashley and they immediately think of a girl who just smashes guys, or maybe they were thinking smashed as in gets drunk. I mean, I when I think of the name Ashley, I think of two woohoo girls that I knew growing up. I think of mostly woohoo girls, but I think to me this feels like you know when One you very when you, religious friend when you smash a, someone, you're gonna have sex with them or. But I think they were thinking about getting drunk. smashed, yeah. yeah. But like again, this feels like it feels inappropriate just to tell this woman you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, yeah, I got shit faced and I did this. You know, there is a, a line you cross. Ashley's kind of pretty good at it. But when she's given the opportunity to be inappropriate, she will be. She shows her raisin. Yeah. So to speak. Have you ever had some? Not shows her actual raisin. No. Um, no. Her no. raising. No. <laughs> she did not show the guests her raisin. <laughs> no, she did not. <laughs> I um, said that's her butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I think your raisin. Papaka. More, I think your raisin. A clinker. Your butthole looks more a like rusty a rusty trombone. Yes. Mine's a California raisin. <laughs> <laughs> it it de- sings and has shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and little white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> that was the strangest thing about the California raisins, y'all. But I think, I guess in general, well, animated characters had white gloves. Well, they. Yeah, because they don't... Why was that? California raisins, well, they didn't have hands at all. I get that, but why Why were the hands gloved? I like, don't know. Mickey Mouse had gloved but hands, I remember, didn't he? I really... Yeah, he had gloves. I really loved the California raisins. That propaganda why? worked on me. I just, they were just so cool. So you wanted to be them? Yes, I wanted <laughs> to be a raisin. <laughs> Now you wanted, to sing, you wanted to sing in a Motown style yeah. in a line. Ooh, I heard it through the grapevine. You know what? Looking back, it was a genius, genius. marketing ploy. Genius we marketing ploy. We all remember it, uh, if you're our age. If you're someone who's 20s going, 
Mom, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> That's who Shut up, Halo. Is. This is from my time. <laughs> <laughs> you need to tell Halo to fuck off. Also, it's a shame that you named your child Halo. Someone's getting red out there with Halo back in her car seat. They're just sinking down lower in their seat. Because you love that Beyonce song. And then you woke up and you had a three-year-old named Halo. Halo. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, how am I going to take her to daycare? She'll um, be fine with Jiminy Cricket and Cinnamon. <laughs> Woo! We're not going to talk about names because that always gets us into trouble. I, like I say, it's still we, I still believe in a naming commission. What happened to Cricket, actually? I knew a couple of Crickets. I've known Crickets. That's, I've heard that's of a not Cricket a very in a long new name. Time. No, that's a, oh, y'all, if you want a new name that no one, that, but it's actually old, name your daughter Cricket. 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 I'm okay with, I'm just, there's a sound designer in Los Angeles named Cricket who I've worked with on I several occasions. I think it's occasions. a pretty name, actually. It's interesting. Think about that. A sound designer named Cricket. Wow. Who that's makes on brand. Noise. I love oh, that. No one gives a shit. Wow. What 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 would your name be if it was on brand for what you do in life? <laughs> uh, baby Roth, baby repository. <laughs> and we're back. No, um, I don't know. I've always liked my name, but before I will say this: in my age group, I was one of the few Jakes that I knew. Now it's much more common, and yeah, people in their twenties, their thirties. I don't know. Maybe you would be named Smashley. That would fit. Uh, I I just it's such a strange thing. Like meeting it's weird that they're talking this. Yeah, na- meeting someone and going, "Hey, you look like a drunk." <laughs> yeah, you look drunk and slutty. Yeah, because you know they're insinuating that. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it felt like to me. Uh, maybe they see something about her. Maybe they see into her soul. We also don't know what she's giving them. That's energy. true. That's but true. Not, I don't mean that like she's asking for it, y'all. I just mean, let's be honest, Ashley puts out that... I don't think there are a lot of Ashley defenders this yeah. season. Um, I not a say fan. This, this is one of my teabags, but we'll talk about it now. All the guys on this crew are hot. Mm. Hot. There's one... In the new charter. The new charter. Romeo? Yeah, Romeo has a huge dick. Oh, oh y'all. Romeo... I think all, all of them are like... Could go Canadian. in my butt, hey <laughs> Canadian venture capitalists. Yeah, they all look like yeah. they're all ruthless with money. Yeah, but they're very nice. We're gonna get to them. They're so. very nice. They say a. They do say a. Uh, Ash Smashly a. Smashly a. What's your first tea bag? Um, do we have? I don't think we have any announcements. Live, live shows. shows. Live shows. Live shows. Live shows. Live shows. Live shows. Y'all, we're uh, we're it's coming up on two weeks now. So I'm starting to plan music. We are. <sighs> I went to Namazana. I'm ordering Namazan. Whatever. I were ordering costumes you know, and props. You know, it's not a reality game show. Couture costumes. <laughs> Nozama Couture. <laughs> We've got to send some emails today too, but we will be. We hopefully will have some guests at some yes. of these shows. So we're, we we're confirming. Do, we got to do that today. We, we know the reins are confirmed from Pig Royalty for the Austin show. Yes, for and sure. Y'all, Michelle Bolero and Joy Pepper's interview is going to air this Thursday. Yes, on the uh, on the feed, and then we're going to have that, and then we're going to interview the Tykes, the Tykes, and then Mandy. we'll have the reins live in Austin. What is it? Kristen? Kristen's her wife. Kristen and Mandy Tyke. Yes, yes. What's her son's name? 
Mason and Mason the older one. Fuck. Cash? No, no that's that's uh, Callie's son. Uh, yeah. That is Callie's son. Brandon. Is it Brandon? Brandon. It is Brandon. That's the one who had the girlfriend. Yeah. So anyway, we're excited. We like two old ladies talking about we people are. we remember. We are. Um, <laughs> so y'all, Detroit, Columbus. Columbus I'm, is our first date. Columbus is our first. On Mother Poodle's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, 16th. You guys, and Columbus, there's still a lot of tickets for that, Ohio. I'm disappointed. I swear to God. I, if we're not at least 50% sold. We're never going again. We're not coming back. We're just going <laughs> to, and we're going to go right on the border of Kentucky. And, you know and you'll have to drive across the Mason-Dixon if line. If that sounds like a threat, it is. It is. <laughs> you better come, Columbus. Or drive over there. Yeah. I, I know people are like, yes, you got to Cleveland. There's nothing in your state. Just come to Columbus for a night. And now we're back to why they don't come. <laughs> Jesus. Y'all, I'm getting, I'm getting some, uh, since we're to Columbus, I've been getting my Michigan t-shirts ready to go. So we'll see how that goes. Y'all will probably boo me from the audience. I've got some good stuff planned. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna love Ohio while I'm there. I'm gonna get someone's gonna beat the shit out of me in a Michigan T-shirt, and probably be <laughs> inside you while they do it. <laughs> probably because that's how you, you know roll. that is probably one of the biggest rivalries. I in don't the US. know because I don't give a shit about sports. But you should. But you even for your brother who likes football, and OSU my OSU Michigan is one of the biggest rivalries. I I know because I went to school in Michigan. I don't even think about again when I always hear OSU, I think Oklahoma State. Toss, toss, toss. Yeah, o- Ohio State literally has won championships. So. No, I know, but I don't think I literally didn't know. They start. My brother and my boyfriend will start talking about sports, and I just go. Uh. But you seem to know about some things. You I don't know some know. things, but I did. I didn't know that's a big rivalry. I don't. Huge, 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 <laughs> huge. Um, my first tea bag yep. is the race. Now, I know we set this. You would have been very excited about. I would have been like that woman's like, "You're gonna lose." Yeah, you. You're gonna lose. You, you get so competitive so <laughs> I, quickly. I would. You know what? I would have been. I I felt myself getting enraged when they fell behind, and I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> they can't win." Now, I feel like this was maybe padded and made up. Uh, this race. It, it, I think that was this kind of episode. It was like, what do we it's do like this, this episode? It was like, hello, Kativa, can you like give us, can you be in front of us and then we're going to, you're just going to like, turn off your boat or now, you're, you're just going to have some problems with your gym. These women did want to sail and the weather never allowed for it. Yeah. So, and this crew or this. Uh, it's a great idea from Captain Glenn. No, it's a great idea. He really like he's and the new crew coming. He's moving luggage. He's doing everything. No, this is this is a different thing than a bigger yacht than than you're used to seeing. It's, it's all of sailing yacht is feels like this. They should have a saying called "All hands on deck" because it is like everybody is doing shit. I've never heard that before. See, there you go. I made it up. <laughs> Constructive <laughs> criticism. <laughs> Familiar with the term? Because it's mine. Go watch Kate and Allie. <laughs> uh, that's I think that's the next uh, version to come back because this and show we think will, she's going to be the captain still. She will. This show she's been in, it's been footage. You know who will not be back? Malia has said she oh. is not back for season seven. Really? Yeah, I can't. I don't know what. 
Is BDM. it going to be what's his name? Eddie Doubtful. No, not Eddie, but the uh... not helpful. You can't uh, even come up with a word. That's the gay a problem. Guy, British guy who's now we know is a head stew. That uh, Malia is bosun. Oh yeah, she's bosun. I'm thinking of you're mixing departments. Oh yeah, Bo. Who? Yeah, who's going to be bosun? I, it's. It's. I'm not sure. I think Katie. Hi ho, the bosun goes. Wow. It will be Katie almost certainly for Chief Stew. I hope because she's. Uh, I th- she's still been doing stuff with Bravo, so I think like occasionally she'll be she does stuff. She's always hashtagging Bravo on social media. Okay, I think it'll be her. Um, I do not know who's going to be Bosun or uh, on Deck Crew at all. Uh, I don't. Maybe Fraser will come back. Maybe, but he's uh, a head stew now. We hear so why that, would so he why win? would he why would he do that? That's true. I don't know. I think. Whatever it is, I hope it's better than last season. Yeah, it was the snooze. Well, besides Lexi slash Satan. This has been the best below deck since we started watching it. It's you mean Sailing, sailing Yacht? Well, yeah. every, everyone is always like, Sailing Yacht's my favorite. I unfortunately watched season one and it was like, this is boring. And then in season two, it went bonkers. And everyone was like, you have to watch Sailing Yacht! And I'm like, I you do. know me, I, I don't change my opinion very for things but also when everybody comes at you about something you have to watch you get fomo i do get fomo you do yeah i do get fomo it's fine though speaking y'all of, were right speaking we're of here. fomo y'all uh for our on our by curious for our patreon um oh. uh, i just put that up yesterday was which which this means Monday. i can't do this it's up now <laughs> just know this it's too late. Fuck the, off. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's too late because we're recording it tomorrow. But So by the time they've heard this, it's already been decided. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> FOMO, you missed it. Get into it. The choices are uh, Love in the Jungle, Love on the Spectrum, and The Kardashians. Kardashian. You didn't have a choice in that. So if you're listening now. <laughs> but. Love on the Spectrum is now winning, so um, I'm very excited. I love that show. Will it have won by the time we do this? We don't know. You'll have to. And you don't really care. You have to tune in. Thanks for minimizing all of that for me. (laughs) What? No stakes. But you're right. Let's move on. (laughs) What? Anyway, I thought this. I thought this boat race. I. It felt like it was just. They. (laughs) I feel like. I feel like the Kativa took a dive. Let's say that in uh the third round, they were like. Yeah, and they said it was a smaller boat, so it should have been faster. I don't know. I think they just said let's just give them a let's just give them a show. Yeah, I know nothing about boat racing no. and regatta in general. No, we we so. would probably act like we would be. We actually probably would be throwing up on the side because we'd be boat sick. The smaller the boat, I would I would get sick. Yeah, uh, that's my tea bag. Can we talk about? Can we talk? Can we talk, y'all? <laughs> We, they so kind of moving on just so you know what the next tea bags I think crew leaves they're fine this crew was underwhelming I wanted them to be more dramatic these women and charter weren't. the charter I'm sorry the charter they're leaving so my next tea bag is after they leave Gary says I need to have a conversation with Ashley oh yes and did you think this was a good idea or bad idea I think. He did not want to do it, obviously, but Colin, who is the ultimate shitster on this boat, he really is. And in a way, it's the 
It is Colin's greatest weakness that he cannot refrain from stirring up drama. And he he always feels like he has to get in there and say something that to to like to like paint a very specific something a, a topic a very specific way and tell the person exactly what's going on. It's it's part of his managerial duties mm-hmm. to do that, but it's also very micromanaging. Um, yeah. I love Colin, I but too. it is his least attractive quality. To stir up shit and tell people what they it should do. It doesn't matter though because he will rim your butthole and he will. Like oh it's got my honey on it for god! Hours just for Did hours. You say it like it's got honey on it. Honey on it. <laughs> but it was sweet like American honey. Is that an expression? Like it's got honey on it? Did you, did you just make it up? I, it's an expression. No, it's not. I think I just made it up. Like it's got honey on it. I don't it. know. Y'all, I don't think you want to put honey on your stuff. No, don't you'll put never honey, get it off. Don't put honey on your actual raisin. Don't put honey put on your on pa- <laughs> Don't put honey on your pudding. <laughs> no. You're, it's sweet as enough as it is. It is, but I'm just saying, I just don't put food there anyway. You're leading to an infection. Y'all, Jackson just handed you your Chick-fil-A order. Boy, we just got <laughs> a lot to some of these, uh, like to that sissy who has twin high school boys who listen to us. He just, oh. They just learned a lot they if they're with women. Or men, what to not put on their buttholes will, or their vaginas. You will never get honey, even with no, no. lots of water. Yes. Honey doesn't come off. And if you've got hair, it's just going to pull your hair out. <laughs> That's what they use for sugaring. Honey? Yeah, it's old Egyptian. That's what they used in Egypt. They would take, they basically take honey. How do you know salt, this? Because working in skincare and aesthetic. And so it's, they just do sugaring. They just, that's what Cleopatra did. And they just pull the hair off. Okay. <laughs> it seems like they would do sugar than than they put uh, a sugar or maybe it's sugar. We need to move on. Let's <laughs> uh, talk about this conversation. This conversation. So I don't think he needed to have it. No. Well, I, I thought, think he, would, he was you, told to, to by Colin and Daisy in a passive aggressive way. But I think I want to know you. I thought it was a bad idea and unrealistic to think that had this conversation would go good well with Ashley. I don't think if if he had decided what his aims for the conversation were. Boy, to he be, didn't have a fucking clue. I think it might have been, but he kind of went in there saying. He Look, just said, I, I want to see how like, you feel about us. Yeah. And she, he almost let her do all that, and she's not going to. And what's interesting is he's like, I feel like our relationship is different. And of course it is, because you've been trying to fuck the new girl. She's pissed off. How this should have started was let's clear, let's let's clear the air and see, is there something you 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 want to tell me and of course she'd be like no there's nothing i want to tell you i don't have anything to say to you so already the she is putting up a red light you know there's no communicating and if anything he could have said so i'm sorry for how things went let's just move on as friends can we not even that i would just say let's get to the next couple of charters and let's be as cordial as we can to one another and dead She's like, she's like saying, I literally don't care. She's like, I don't care. And like, you know, you could be with another girl. It's like, whatever. And Gary says, which is true. Because she's basically trying to call Gary like a slut. Right. And Gary says, uh, remember when you made out with me and then 20 minutes later? Y'all remember Tom? Yeah. Remember when Tom was it's on this like, boat? It was like years ago. It but does. I just want to say, 
if he would not have come back with that, that would have been a, me- a, a, a measure of good faith. But he, he couldn't went help himself. There. He couldn't help himself. And that, that was when I went, that's when you lost. Yeah, that's what I wrote too. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could have been. this has nothing to do with that. You should no. have taken the high road and just said, okay. I just, you could have been the bigger person you, in that moment. And you're not over her, but you technically outrank her. So therefore, it's like. Right. I, this conversation was dead in the water. And she's like, I don't really care. Floating metaphor. Uh, yes, true. She said, <laughs> I don't care. I'm over it. Clearly, she's not over it. No. Y'all. No. I'm over it. It's like, I'm like literally done with it. I'm literally off this boat right now. Everything is good. It's good. And she's like bitching to Scarlett. He is so patronizing. And Scarlett's like, oh. Uh... Did you hear her say to Scarlett, you don't look bloated at all. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, if someone brings up that you don't look bloated, you look bloated. <laughs> That's what it meant. Because she said that, and Scarlett was like, are we all good? And she's like, yes. Whoa. So, yeah. anyway, what's your next Can we bag? talk about Fuck, Mary Kill? Oh, that, that was my next play. tea bag. We're going to say, we're going right. to talk about that when we come back from the break. All right. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Ooh, I'm excited for this. Fuck FMK. FMK Below Dick Sailing Yacht Edition. Of course, Scarlett wants to fuck Gary. <sighs> Shocking. Shocking. And of course, all the whole crew wants to kill Gary. <laughs> yes, and everybody wants to marry Colin. And Because uh, again, honey on your raisin. Right. And Daisy wants to fuck Carlos. Something smart, there. Smart girl. Yeah. I think Kelsey agrees with her and says, yes, yes. that's the, what, what, what's Wait, yours? You, said Car- you mean Marcos? Marcos. I said yeah. Carlos. You're yeah, right. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. And mine would be, obviously, I want to fuck Marcos. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Because, right, if you marry them, it means you don't have sex. You're just married, right? I, no, I think that, I, I think that that is a little simplified. I think okay. if you marry someone, that means you could see it's. I think this this is all represented by uh, by certain parts of the personality. I think marriage is kind of like for someone you'd like and you you could see being with them the rest. See, of your I life. think it should be you fuck, don't not have. Sex I think with it them. should be FFK. Fuck friends, kill. Because if you're married with someone, well, you're with them and you're getting to fuck them. I don't think it's that deep. Okay, um, but yeah. So, but I need to know for our purposes, am I fucking the person I'm in? Okay. You are, but there's a lot of other stuff that goes with it. So you're thinking of someone who you would be most amenable to being with the rest because of your life ch- and having sex with them. Because that changes things. Because I had a different thing that would have been very surprising to you. Have you never played this game before? Like a couple of times, but I've always wondered, what does the marry part mean? Is it mean married, no sex, or married and we're fucking? In what world would there never be any sex without ma- with when you were married? <laughs> That's a lot of marriages, I know. <laughs> well, I will say this, though, but... In in like it's just you can't imagine sleeping in a bed with a man and not sitting on his cock. That's true. So y'all sissies come at us because I have two versions now. So if it is fuck Mary Kill and I can fuck while we're married, I don't think this is that deep. Then it's gonna be fuck Gary, Mary Marcos, and then I'm gonna kill. You'd have to kill Colin. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> What about um, now? Now, now, if it was fuck Mary, we're not going to have friends. sex. It would be fuck Marcos. Yeah. Kill Colin. That's I, what you already said. But it would be Mary. You're not going to. You're going to be. It would be Mary. Captain Glenn, because that man is so nice. And Got he would it. just sell around with me and give me his money all the time and let me fuck Marcos. Oh, so it would. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, I don't think, I think that is a gay loophole. <laughs> a gay hole. <laughs> I don't think that this is, so you're just assuming. The rules are clear on this. You're just assuming when married in this game where two people just hold hands, they just walk, <laughs> they just walk into the sunset forever and it's yep. like sexless. Glenn and I just and it, sit on swings. And it's just like two paramecia. <laughs> yeah. Who just are with one another. Yes, we're friends. I feel like that's a little, that's that's your childhood definition of marriage with a woman. Probably. I'm reading you for filth right now. But I do think it needs to be clear. So who are yours? Who are yours? Who who did you pick? I've. 
I, I just, I just want to say, I think my version of marriage is different than yours. <laughs> um, I, I would choose. I would, I would fuck Gary. Okay, I would fuck Gary. Uh, I would. Oh, this is really rough because I think I would, I would marry, uh, Marcos because he can cook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he would always feed me well. It's true. And he could bone me constantly because I believe that that's a part of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that too, but I just didn't know the context of this game. You got it. It seems. It seems. This like is we're, a huge rift. It seems like we're double dipping, though. It just does. I I agree with you, but I assume that FMK. When you when you say you marry someone, I just think your your, your version of marriage is like preschool marriage. But I'm just saying, if it wasn't <laughs> fuck, marry, kill, if it was, you're you're saying that the terms marry and fuck seem too close. Yes, I see. Who would you kill? I'd have to kill Colin, which is sad because I really wow. want to bang Colin. He would eat your eat your raisin like ice cream, vanilla ice cream. And my game is FFF. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Just decide, we just decide what order it is. Yeah. One, two, three. Or all at one time. All at one time. Yeah. We, y'all come at us. Did you, have you, when you play F, Fuck, Mary Kill, do you just think it's like what he says? Yes, or is it like what Putin, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You just assume that sex is going to be a part of marriage. It's not going to be the main thing. Yeah. But it's someone you have kind of a soul connection it's not, with. It's not real life marriage. Right. But I think you you have decided that there's no sex in the type of marriage that you'll be having. Uh, fuck, marry, kill. Yes. Yes. Okay. Interesting. But I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's a, it's a is, I think that's very absolutist. Uh, I don't know. But maybe that's the game. I don't know. Fix your mic condom, please. It's bothering me. There we go. Um, do you know? And are you looking it up? I, it doesn't seem like there are. There <laughs> are. This show is so stupid that we're doing this right now. <laughs> we have to move I, on. I, it's not clear on the interwebs. <laughs> it's not clear. <laughs> it's a loophole. So. Uh, anyway, let's move on. What's your next tea bag? This has been exhausting. <laughs> I can honestly say nothing has come from this conversation. Okay. Um, I just want to, this isn't a tea bag. This is more like just a, a splash of spot of milk, um, rather than Spa a tea bag. Yeah. Um, I just think it's foreshadowing. Colin talks to Marcos and says he's he is burning the candles at birth at birth of both. Do it again without a stroke. <laughs> he's burning the candles at both ends on this okay, one. Okay, got it. And y'all, it's gonna come back to bite him because then later, you know, we find out Marcus's friend's mom died. You know, yeah. But uh, I'm hoping that Marcos doesn't have a breakdown or something on this trip. He's doing too much. I think he is, and I think Colin is trying to be nice about it, but he's doing it in his kind of like scholarly teacher way. Uh, and M Marcos does take it well. He does. If this had come from anyone else, I doubt Marcos would have handled it as well. No. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, That's it. What's yours? My favorite part of this episode was when uh, kind of 
this is post. We'll we'll talk about this a little a little bit. This kind of Daisy, where she kind of snapped and was picking on. She, she'd had she'd had a little bit too much to drink. She was in her cups, as we say. Yeah, that's and when Barney be asked. If no, I'm not. I'm oh, not. That? That's what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Okay. So they, <laughs> y'all, Daisy and Scarlett go off and talk, and they're like, they're fine after that. But Barnaby comes out in. Oh, I wasn't going to talk about okay, that. In Daisy drag, full Daisy. on with clutch purse, and it is like your tall lesbian aunt just walked in to solve problems it was, for a weekend in Taos. In <laughs> Taos, that's true. It's very it Taos. Was, it was giving me. It was glitter purse. Yes, it was giving Rhinestone. me. Ma- that coat was giving me major Auntie Mame energy. How much more do you want to sleep could with go, him now? Oh, I definitely do. Light the candles, get the ice out, it's today, y'all. Barnaby's going to solve all the problems in Daisy Drag. I think he is, <laughs> I think he is the gay aunt that this cruise needed. He's also this, he was almost, almost playing that gay best friend role well, with that's Daisy. That's what I was going to talk about earlier at the table. That's what he said. Like he, they, he and Daisy were talking to Scarlett. Yeah. And that's where he said... I like that you skipped over the actual plot point and just I talked just about, talk about his about purse. Him and him and in <laughs> anti mame drag, him giving me ridiculous turquoise jewelry. I guess I'll stick to the story. Lesbian, lesbian aunt. It is Aspentalo chic. Yes, I haven't been there in a long time. Taos? I enjoyed. Yes, loved it. Loved it. Stop calling jo- me spam. Georgia O'Keeffe exposition. Exposition. Uh, style. Ow, I have a bruise on my shin. How many men went to that? What? That Georgia O'Keeffe exposition. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, pref- I prefer, you know, where for, for artistic things, I prefer those odds. Yeah. Because men just mess things up. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I'm I'm there. If it's something that's artistic, I, I, I there's less, there's less, there's less stuff to look at. I get that. Yeah, I want to kind of be focused on because then if there are men there, I'm going to be focused on them. Yeah, and true. It is my burden to bear in this world. It is. So, but yes, they're talking, and Barnaby just says you snogged, and you I guess kissed. people still yeah. say that. I love that. No, See, that's that's a British thing. They kissed, and Daisy just puts her hands up and she says, "Don't bitch at me when this bites you in the ass." And Scarlet is kind of taking this like whatever it's fun we're just having fun scarlet cut the bullshit and that yeah daisy scarlet. says that's kind of where she says just like come on scarlet, let's cut the bullshit and scarlet gets so here's the deal i feel like for me this was daisy is daisy is a kidder and she always kind of she, she comes in hard she comes in hard but that's just who she is with yeah. everyone Scarlet better toughen up her skin or she's not going to be long. I mean, they'd be glad it's towards the end of the trip because she just immediately starts getting yep. to like hurt, wounded uh, fawn. Yes. And it's just, Ooh! it starts to get cry. She's going to have to go talk to her in the saloon. <laughs> it's true. My favorite thing that Daisy says, in the saloon. In the saloon. Saloon. Or so, le- earlier in the show, or maybe later, Daisy said the word A W K. W A R D. Awkward. She went, Erkward. <laughs> and I just had to repeat it over and over again. Erkward. Erkward. It was so Irish. <laughs> it was. Erkward. Awkward. Um, so. Erkward. But basically, my whole teabag of this, it's kind of this whole just fight, is though what you were talking about later, 
that's when Barnaby comes down and uh, basically as Auntie he was Mae, being the fop. He was being the fop. Y'all, that's what gays did. Even though he's not gay, he is the most foppish man on board. And he did say gay speak. Do you know how many times I've sat outside by a bar when a woman's been crying a cigarette and I said, you said everything that was real. You just said yes. what was real. Major, Stop putting yourself down. Major gay best friend vibes. Major, major gay best And friend. he had on an anti-mame coat. He did. He did. I'm telling you, this was full on uh, Bowery fairy behavior. It was. All he needed to do was a powdered face, rouged cheeks, and he would have asked the sailor to take him home, and I would have completely believed it. He would have. Now, we, I will say, too, before he went down there, Daisy said to Scarlett, because they talked before, and Scarlett finally said, I'm good. I'm just going to walk away. But Daisy said to Scarlett, she said, between you and me, Ashley's full of shit. Yes! That, the thing about Daisy, and it is not a managerial style that a lot of chief stews would, uh, would accept, that we would decide to use. That she's... Says what that she says things in front of one person and not yes. the other. Yeah. Do you think though too? I kind of am with Scarlet. I think Scarlet is kind of honestly behaving as she should, and that Scarlet. I mean, I don't think I would make out with Gary, but Scarlet's kind of like, you know what? That's not my monkey, not my circus. I just showed up here. I don't give a fuck if people give upset. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, I think. Scarlet, date. What Daisy is trying to do in her own way is number one. Daisy wants to be. This is this is per, a personal thing for her. She wants to be liked by the people who work for her, mm-hmm. uh, which has never been a Kate Chastain issue. No, uh, which is why Kate Chastain will always be the queen of chief stews. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't really give a fuck. She wants to provide the best service possible. She'd like it if people would get along, but she just, she just all she, Kate Chastain needs is if the beds get changed and things work well. Yeah. That's all she needs. Yeah. And, but, uh, Daisy is, it's more entrenched with, uh, having everyone do really good work and also get along because it makes her job easier. Yeah. But, it it is this. I think she really. I think at the base of who Daisy is, she wants to be liked by the stews who are working under her, and she wants to feel like it's the we get we get along fr- as friends first. Yeah, I think she will. The friends think, even for though sure. she probably wouldn't admit that. Yeah, um, I don't think she would. But this is going to lead her. It definitely caused her problems in season two. Um, the the couple the couple episodes I've watched of it. Uh, but this is, I think. What's happening is she's trying to be bo- both friend and boss to Scarlett, yeah. and she's trying to man- micromanage it. Yeah. And, and to Ashley. Yes. I agree. What's your next tea bag? Because that was mine. Um, that, well, I talked about that. Oh, okay. I want to talk about molecular gastronomy. Great. Um, you guys know I'm going to have an opinion on this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is, here. This is something that's been around the food world for a while, probably ten years. Okay. Um, kind of. If you watch Top Chef or any show, Wiley Dufresne in America, they have people that do it on Chef's Table. Yeah, and uh, and and there there are people who kind of pioneered uh molecular molecular gastronomy in the U.S. and but it's been around for a while, and. 
I'm okay. It's a parlor trick. You're right. It looks like it looks like chocolate, but it's a red pepper. You know that idea. It, don't expect to have this on a fucking sailing yacht. That's a lot to ask on a sailing yacht. So you're gonna you're gonna expect liquid nitrogen, all of these cellulose chem- chemicals to make things work. I think this is a bridge too far. I and agree. I think. I, I I feel sorry for Marcos that he's having to do it. Because honestly, you guys, yeah, molecular gastronomy is when you, you kind of deceive your eyes. But the most important thing is that the food should taste good and be really delicious. Yes. Fuck all this. Let's get down to brass tacks. And you can Wait have, a minute. The Canadians are now evil. No, they're not. I'm saying this is a... This is a bougie thing to say, I love molecular gastronomy, but I'm also on a yacht. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. I think go to a restaurant that specializes in it. And in in my in in I think people who do molecular gastronomy, it's much more about the playfulness of food. Great. Have one if I if I was Marcos, I would have like use use molecular gastronomy to do it in my appetizers to do or like course I, I would not – hopefully it would not be the whole meal. Uh, it just – I find this shit exhausting. It's exhausting. It'd be like saying you want like – It's pretentious as fuck. Yeah. Don't – you know what? If you want to go have that, you guys – I hope a good tip. I hope they're not bougie fake. I, prom- the, I promise you the times I've had molecular gastronomy at very expensive places. Um, Wait. Were men paid for this? Yeah. <laughs> God damn you! It's always been good, but it's not been like I would write home about it. Nobody wants to eat that. Yeah, nobody I, wants to eat I, it. I also think it's a little dated. Yes, people still do it, but like, no, people want fucking good fucking macaroni and cheese shit, y'all. I you, no, they don't want that on a yacht. But I mean, they want good food. They want good food. They do you want. Just, you just want trash macaroni and cheese. They do want some type of. Actually, I'm not the. The more and more I get less. But they want. People are just going to want some truffle fucking mac and cheese because people that are on this show are getting it for half price, so they're basic anyway. I think people people want good food. Some people want refined food, especially yeah. if you're eating. Some sometimes people have asked for Spanish Spanish food. If it was me on this on this. If I, if I was asked what I want, I say, make everything as local as possible that comes from Spain. Um, I want to eat whatever you feel uh, comfortable making. Yeah. I, w- I want you to show me what you love making oh. and have everything that is as local as possible. I agree that. And then just lunches would be easy just because what's salient reminds me of like like Murray. So I definitely would want like a hot dog and pimento cheese sandwiches <laughs> for sure. I'm sure that would I'm sure sailing, what they do is just like Lake Murray. In the water. Yes, yes. Some fun dip. Yeah, see the Coxes in their houseboat drive by. Usually somebody's naked. Wow. Anyway. That's all I just want to talk about. This is, this is an exhausting topic. And I will say, yes, there are still restaurants who do molecular gastronomy. This is a dated it's concept. Dated. It's dated. Now, yeah. what do you think about... Daisy kissing Barnaby and Barnaby kissing Gary. I was turned on by it <laughs> all three times. <laughs> and then later on, when they're talking about 
how people kissed uh, Barnaby kissing him. And then Days is like, he kissed me like this and kisses Gary. And I squealed. I still don't buy into this Colin Daisy or Gary. I don't. Daisy I don't thing. either. Colin tries to push it. I don't, I don't either. But he thinks it's bullshit. What's happening is both of these people. No, they, both of these people get bored easily with life, yes. which is what why they are on ships. Um, this is so they're going to both push envelopes wherever they can to because they're how they get to the world is to play with other people. Yes, and and playing with expectations. Mm-hmm. So yes, Daisy loves, even though she would never admit it. She loves flirting with Gary and his little dick, as she calls him. Yes. They would never really be together. I but, agree. And, but part of Daisy loves it that and Gary they don't always be together wants to fuck her. Then that tension will be gone. It, exactly. That's, that's all it is. I, I know it because I've lived it. <sighs> anyway, that's when the guests call. Are you more of a Gary or a Daisy? That's a good question. In different parts of my life, I would have been a Gary. Now I'm more of a Daisy. Okay. I think that's all I've got. Oh, I do see the rope swing that they put up. And all I can think of is pour one out for Jen, who didn't <laughs> let the last charter, <laughs> who just belly flopped. Just belly flopped. <laughs> and she was scared. She was scared, y'all. That's all I've got. That's of all this. I got, too, everybody. That's and, the show. And Captain Glenn eating matzo, which I love to see in, 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 any, in any scene. He's happy all his Canadian friends are on board. Yeah. The, Next week, it looks like we're going to have drama, dragging, big high seas, big storms, big exciting. <laughs> I like it how even you like, we're going to drama with big storms big and storm, high seas. Big It's going to be exciting. <laughs> but the last thing we do see is Carlos getting a call that yeah. his, his best friend who said it's like his brother, his mom has passed. So we see him and he actually tears up in the in the moment when he's talking about he's it. He's going to so. be hot when he cries. He's gonna look. Why so... does that feel exploitive when you say that? <sighs> That's the show, everybody. <laughs> you can go to our link tree link to get our live show tickets. We would love to see you out on the road this summer because summer should be what poodle fun. Summer should be fun, like anti mame energy. It's true. I kind of want Colin's purse for you, uh, Barnaby's I just said purse. A uh, Barnaby, yes. That he, he really does have to be a foppish gay man with the name Barnaby. Hello. It's a hick town, Barnaby. (laughs) Y'all, where else? What other podcast are you going to get? Hello, Dolly. It's true. True. All right. And anti-mame. It's true. It's today. Don't change my key. I didn't. You did. Didn't like it. All right, everybody. That's the deal. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of that shit. Uh Uh-oh, your scruff's blowing up. We got to (laughs) go. And TikTok, yes, TikTok. We've got our little memes And the going. Reddit, too. We're on the Reddit. We are? Yes. I forgot about that. The front page of the internet. Yeah, that's I don't think we're on me. the front page. I think we're... No, that's what Reddit's called. Oh, well, we're still not on the front page of it. We're definitely <laughs> behind. We're somewhere, but we're somewhere. We're in that area of that on the Sunday puts out called the arts, and it's like two pages. Two pages. <laughs> The bottom corner. It's right past the funny papers. Yeah, that's what it is. The comics. That's oh. where we are. All right, everybody. This this season's chugging along. We're, we're over. We're what, oh, we're way over. Left? There's only 
I believe this is this is the second to the last charter. So we have after this charter, we only have one more. I think they'll probably be uh, for for this eighteen total eighteen eighteen. All right, because this was I think this is this is episode fourteen. I think we'll get maybe we'll get maybe two more episodes out of this and a tell all, maybe a two part tell all. But I think there'll be eighteen total because that's what season one and two did. Bravo is more consistent than TLC. (sighs) That's one thing we can count on with Bravo. All right, everybody. So we'll see you then. Until have a good week, and until then, anchors again. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.